0: Oh, is it live? I guess we're it's live. Alive. That's even that quick. That was extremely fast. Now, it just immediately said live as soon as you clicked it. Now we don't get a countdown timer, and it just immediately goes live. I'm pretty sure I was just... I had dead eyes staring off at something. This
1: is all deeply terrifying. I don't like it anymore. Patrick, how are you doing, sir? Uh,
0: so I spent all weekend uh-huh. out in the middle of nowhere at a friend's cabin. And we went hiking all weekend... We had way too much to drink all weekend. Uh, I was, As one does. I was climbing over dams and throwing rocks off of waterfalls, doing things that you could put yourself in harm. Nothing happened. I was completely fine. I get home, walk upstairs to grab something like a T-shirt from my room. Just a tiny slip on the stairs, just kind of like, oop. I was like, oh, that kind of hurt. And woke up in the middle of the night, unable to walk. Seething in pain.
1: Oh no! Uh,
0: and I'm not unsure unsure of what may have happened. So the problem is, you know, with foot like hand injuries, you can't really do a whole lot for them. They're just sort of they're just sort of there. Uh, they just right. kind of have to heal. Um, so the re- th- I was mostly just hoping I didn't break anything because if it's just a really nasty sprain or if you jam them, then it's just a couple of days. And it looks like yeah. it looks like it's that. So I just like the supreme irony of. Going and being stupid all weekend, and then being domesticated, and that—that that is when I hurt myself.
1: So nothing broken, just you know, some some minor injury. You're going to be okay in the grand scheme. of I, I
0: think so. I think so. That's good. I think so. Well, I was just—it it didn't really bother me too much at first because, well, it's like whatever. I, I I exercise, so I can't do that for a couple of weeks. But mostly, I was worried because I'm flying out to San Francisco at the end of right. next week. Uh, to go hang out with the guys uh, back in the Bay Area to be around for both the console launches. Um, And I just imagined trying to hobble through an airport with a boot, and that sounded horrifying.
1: It's bad enough trying to do that with all your limbs working. I can't even imagine trying to do that while hobbled. And never having broken a bone or had any, like, serious debilitating injury while doing anything like that. I I can't even imagine it. Wouldn't want to do it.
0: No, no. So we didn't have a show yesterday.
1: No, we didn't. Uh, For valid reason... Uh, the, uh, the 24 hour or 48 hour, one half of the 48 hour, uh, dual live stream for, uh, extra life charity was going on yesterday morning. And we obviously did not want to interrupt that, uh, while those guys were going though. I mean, to be fair, at the end of that thing, I think they all kind of looked like they had just, just all the life had been sucked out of them. <laughs> yeah. mean, they were just, jammers was the only thing keeping them alive at that point.
0: I think if we had interrupted them when we cut back, they all would have been asleep.
1: Oh yeah, totally. They would have been out friggin' cold. Uh, but that went on all weekend long. Brad did uh, twenty four hours on his own, which is mind boggling. Uh, though he did have some help from our uh, from our community, and then uh, the rest of the guys were all in the office yesterday playing, or day, yesterday and the day before yesterday playing a whole <laughs>
0: lot of games. Yeah, it's it was a really amazing thing. You know, I, I think, yeah, uh, especially in the last. Uh, a couple of weeks as we've gotten closer to these uh, these machines coming out. Uh, and tensions are running high. Mm-hmm. Things are at a fever pitch. Uh, to have a couple of days where it was just people enjoying games, doing a good thing, having fun doing it, coming together. Like it was the complete polar opposite of everyone tearing the other side apart as is currently yep. happening uh, as as these machines get closer. And they start to become real, and we start to realize that each of them has imperfections, and trying to figure out where those imperfections lie in terms of what each of us wants out of a console. It was just really nice. It was very nice.
1: It was delightful, and I ended up watching uh, a whole lot of it uh, over the course of the weekend because I don't go out a whole lot. Uh but it was fun. It was fun to watch and you know even when there were technical hiccups. I think uh Brad did a spectacular job keeping that thing going uh on his own, you know, all by in lo- his lonesome in his house cuz man, I have enough troubles just trying to record things not live here, you know. It's I can't even imagine trying to juggle all that shit.
0: Yeah, it it definitely was uh, super inspiring and I I would I mentioned it in Worth Reading on Friday, but I think I would like to try. If I say it out loud now, then people can hold mm. me accountable in the future. I would like to do something next year, and I think playing like twenty four hours of bad horror games or something like yeah. that would be be a lot of fun like I don't have a reason to sit down and play every fatal frame game, but yeah. and those are good horror games, so whatever, but an excuse like that I think would be uh i think that that could be fun but i don't i think I don't think I, think I, I can don't mix th-
1: the good and the bad in that. I think you could have a nice cross section
0: I don't think I could do it by myself. that sounds like a nightmare.
1: you get your wife involved,
0: yeah. Well, I'll be in I'll be in Chicago proper by then, so maybe I can yeah. I can pull uh, some folks together and uh yeah, dude, Dave Lang and Patrick Clubic present two dudes bitching at each other for 24 <laughs> hours trying to solve dumb Japanese video game puzzles. I am
1: super into that idea. I think that would be <laughs> terrific. Me on the other hand, I'm probably just going to do 24 hours of wrestling and wrestling related games, I'm guessing if I if I end up doing it. Uh You know, if I can find myself a copy of WWE Crush Hour, we'll make that happen. But uh, otherwise, you know, something
0: out. Oh my god, I remember. Yeah, Crush Hour. That was a THQ joint, right?
1: Yeah, was. That was. Uh, that was one. That was back when they were trying to make as like they were trying to find ways to make that brand profitable other than just making the wrestling games. So they decided monster trucks. That was the way to go.
0: God, so weird. A
1: lot of good bad decision making during all that time. Uh, so you didn't, I ma- imagine you probably didn't play a whole lot of games this weekend since you were off doing stuff and, uh, enjoying your time.
0: No, I, I, I played a little bit of Pokemon. Uh, the one thing I did do was, mm. uh, I, so even though we were in the, uh, the middle of nowhere, no, very little, uh, uh, cell reception. Uh, so not a whole lot of uh, technology going on, but I thought the perfect contrast to that would be in the middle of the woods. Would be to bring out the Oculus Rift and show it to right. a, show it to a bunch of normals. Uh, my original plan of hooking up the PC through like a long extension cord and doing it out in the actual woods uh, around a bonfire uh, did not work because uh, it was too damn cold and no one was right. going to do it. But I did hook up the Oculus Rift and expose a bunch of uh, uh, normals to to it. And you know the thing I came away from is that everyone loses their shit playing it. Uh, The one thing I still am not convinced is if you'll get a bunch of people to buy it. I think a lot of people are really impressed by it, um, but most people don't have computers capable of pulling it off, and I think the path to maybe making it work is is maybe hinted at uh, when the Oculus people announced that they were going to do an Android, uh, Mm -hmm. not a version of the Oculus, but you'll be able to build uh, stuff uh, for the Android platform, which I would assume eventually they might be able to incorporate something on iOS, but I think that would probably require a little more cooperation on Apple's part. Right. Um, but it's just a three hundred dollar accessory. Assuming that thing is at least three hundred dollars, because I imagine it will have to be. Uh, it's just a a tall order. I think it will be hugely popular at parties. Yeah, I think you'll have you know like the guy that owns an Oculus, and it, and it and it and it's really popular in that fashion. But it's really hard to imagine you know a group of ten people walking off and being like, I have to go buy one of those on my own. But
1: so you imagine it's like a rock band scenario. One person buys the full kit and then, you know, a bunch of people want to come over and play with it, but they don't necessarily want to go spend, you know, a couple hundred bucks or however much money themselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like there was probably maybe one or two people in that group that they were so impressed that, man, I want to go and do this on my own. But for most people, it seemed like a thing that, hey, if it was sitting around at a party like rock band, yeah, I could imagine mm-hmm. throwing a party and literally just setting my computer up with instructions like here, click this, click this, and then you're good to go. And it being a huge hit because we, I had 15 people gather around a computer just cracking up as people were playing, you know, flying games and the guillotine demo and, and the different horror, uh, options. And, uh, people were having a blast, but I think that is probably the more likely scenario for the vast majority of people who are exposed to an Oculus is, is in that sort of scenario. And I wonder how that plays into their actual business model. Be uh, Because I've never had a chance to actually sit down and talk to those guys. I don't have a good sense of of what they're really planning, and I think that must probably be because they're kind of playing it close to the chest.
1: Right, and that's fair. I mean, they're still figuring a lot of that stuff out, you know. and the retail model isn't quite ready to go yet, obviously, so they have some time to figure that out.
0: Yeah, definitely curious. But yeah, I didn't play a whole lot this weekend, but uh, I I think you remember you telling me you were going to try and play some more Wind Waker.
1: I did play some more Wind Waker. Uh, I'm probably going to take a break from that for a while, because there's more games coming out. Uh, I made it to, uh, I think I got through, I'm, a, I'm at least a, a, a couple of temples in at this point, and, uh, you know, I whatever, that game is still great. I'm still enjoying the hell out of it. I just, you know, I've already played it through before, so, you know, I'm just kind of like, okay, I've done all this, it still looks really nice, it looks really cool. You know, that's the one thing with those HD remakes, is that, you know, if you've played that game before, you... The changes they've made to stuff like sailing and, and things like that are all very useful, but it is still fundamentally the same game you've played before. So, mm. you know, I'm finding myself just kind of remembering things going, oh, yeah, well, I remember how to do this and I did this. So, you know, it's it's very familiar, but at the same time, still fun, still totally holds up. Uh, the one game I did play through uh, entirely, I have actually finished it on, on Friday night, was uh, Brothers.
0: Hey, uh, there right? you go.
1: Yeah, so I started playing that on Thursday, played like an hour of it, got up right before the first really dark moment in that game, apparently, because as soon as I turned it on the second time, that is exactly what started out. Um, the tree?
0: And the tree? The tree. Okay. The Leave tree. it at that. Leave it at that.
1: Leave it at that. Um, that game, you know, I-, I listened to Brad talk about it. I watched him play a little bit of it last time I was in the office. Uh, the way he's been talking about how that game is like probably his game of the year and all that stuff. I didn't get it. Uh, even when I first started playing it, I didn't completely get it. But as that game rolls along, uh, as you get, uh, deeper into sort of the, the world that kind of surrounds those two characters as they go through their, their, their journey. And, you know, once it, it kind of starts really hitting its emotional beats, that game is awesome. Yep. It is outright magical. Um, I don't know if it's my game of the year yet. Uh, I have to actually sit down and actually think about what that list is at some point, because I haven't really done that yet. Usually I do that a lot earlier. I just, for some reason, haven't this year. But it's going to rank high. Uh, it is, I mean, the way Brad says, you know, that game is definitely feels like the culmination of like a singular, dedicated vision, like, you know, kind of uncompromising in what it wants to be. And I really like that. It, You know, even when it occasionally gets a little muddled or confusing with mechanics, it's very minor, you know, it, it it feels like once you get a handle on it, you know exactly what you need to do from there on out, and it, it just, it almost exclusively works. It only very rarely feels like it's a little awkward or a little uncomfortable. Most of the time, it feels like it just is doing exactly what it needs to do, and I am, I was super impressed with it.
0: Yeah, I wonder, It's completely spitballing, but, you know, this, the, you're right that so much of that game reflects what feels like a very singular vision that is all Everything is working in concert to achieve that very specific vision, and you know what's different about Brothers is that you know the guy in charge of it is a film director. hadn't right. made games before. Big fan of games. Uh, you know when I, you know, chatted with him, he, he talked very specifically about his deep love of JRPGs. But you know this is actually building a game. This is is new, and I wonder how much of the design and sort of the focus, you know, is because of maybe sort of a some cross-disciplinary uh, sort of mojo that's happening here it's, it's hard to say, right. but I, I think I think I think it's interesting uh, that, that you point that out and I think it's it's partially why the game works because it's it's not hard to imagine you know we, we see this all the time games spiraling out of control, not really having sort of a focus um, and and brothers is very much every single element is in service of specific moments that happen at the very end of it that are yeah. justified by you know what came before it.
1: Yeah, it, it really handles that stuff really well. You don't realize quite what it's building toward until you kind of get there, and then it, it, it handles that stuff extremely well. Um, I've seen some people complain about how it's, you know, it's like, what, three hours long or something like that, three, three and a half. Uh, I don't know. I think, like, you could have maybe added one more level section if you really wanted to, but, like, I had no problem with the length of that game. I feel like it hit exact all the moments that it seemed like it wanted to. Uh, I liked it. I, I even liked its achievement system, where there are these little side things that you have to go find and do in each little area to kind of, you know, sort of flesh out not so much the narrative but the world a little bit, and kind of you can see what's going on around you, and you get achievements for that stuff. I thought it was it was neat the way it handled that stuff, and I don't think you really, you know, it's one of those games where it's like, for what it is, and for what they're charging for that game, like it, it's great, it's spectacular, like that. You don't need a a. a padded out version of that experience it does exactly what it needs to
0: yeah yeah it's 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 really it's really something else and you know i'm not sure you can say enough nice things about it except to nope. hopefully try and convince a couple more people to uh to check it out especially now that it's on it's on you know pretty much every platform um pretty much, yeah. except you know it expanded beyond some of our arcade um uh, originally and yeah it's uh yeah it's it's a Good weird stuff. it's it's a weird game but it it's It's weirdness is a a lot of, I think, what uh, makes it special. And uh, even for all of its faults, uh, I think because it swings so hard for the fences uh, and nails so much of it, uh, you can't help but admire it. Yeah, totally. Uh, So that was pretty much all I
1: ended up playing this week, uh, this weekend, rather. Uh, so maybe we should get into some news bits. What do you say? Yeah, you know, I'd say
0: probably the biggest one, you know, neither of us can speak to Call of Duty Ghosts. I believe the guys no. in the office are going to do something today with that. I'm not sure if it's going to be live or not, but Jeff's review. I think it's going to be live. Jeff's review went live, gave it three stars. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the general gist being uh, not like other Call of Duty games, it is a little bit more of the same, but still pretty good. The problem being it seemed like they, for Jeff, that – it kind of subtracted a lot of the elements he's liked about what Treyarch has added to the series over the years. Um but I think probably the big headline for most people that playing into the particular tech narrative that has uh sort of dominated the discussion of these uh, next generation machines is you know previously previously on resolution gate um mm-hmm. it was that the Xbox One version was 720p 60 frames a second, the PS4 version was 1080p 60 frames a second. Um, and, you know, as, as Jeff notes in his review, the Xbox one version is, is not getting a score attached cause he didn't get to spend, uh, I guess any or much time with it. No, they
1: didn't show, I, I don't think they showed it to him.
0: And, and the PS4 version, uh, he played enough to at least have a score attached, but if, or not, not anyway, that part doesn't matter. Uh, he said he's
1: not counting the PS4 as a score yet. And that he will, he will update the review once the both next gen versions are
0: out. Right. Right. And, and so anyway, the, the, the takeaway being that, um, The PS4 version has uh, some frame rate hitches, uh, particularly in the single player and sometimes in the multiplayer, Um, and that definitely is not surprising at all, and I think not a big deal, Uh, but I think it is going to only further fan the flames of what we should conclude is just that these are launch games with unoptimized engines that are dealing with new operating systems, and maybe the... Advantages that the PS4 offers in terms of power made it so they could push it a little bit harder out of the gate, uh, a little bit easier. But clearly, uh, there are issues uh, on both both ends. And the most frustrating thing is to then start reading about reactions to this and start seeing the term "lazy" uh, thrown around um, yeah. as as though the reason that these this these versions of the games aren't completely up to par is because a bunch of people were lazy about getting it ready. On a right. godly amount of platforms for uh, the launch of two machines that are clearly coming in extremely hot, uh, and yet the first word you reach to is lazy. Uh, I'll be the first to criticize developers for for all sorts of reasons, but I never cease to get uh, upset about using the term lazy because that is just incredibly disingenuous for for most of the work that these developers do.
1: Yeah, it's it's a really, I mean, it's frankly, it's an incredibly lazy criticism. Uh, you know, it's a Boom. really. Yeah, there you go. So, I don't know. I It's like, this whole thing is so dumb. This whole Resolution Gate thing is so dumb. Yes, there are, there are obviously, you know, there are differences between the two versions. Neither is perfect. It is what it is. It's like, well, I mean, you know, maybe, I don't know. Maybe some of these people haven't gone through console launches before. Maybe they don't remember, you know, the three some of the shit shows that were 360 launch games or some of the, you know, busted ass PS3 launch games but yeah guess what launch games sometimes they're kind of broken in certain places the fact that they you know the only thing that's really wrong with you know the the ps4 version according to jeff that he noted was the fact that it has some frame rate hitches that's kind of impressive actually considering the fact that the hardware has you know who knows how long they've actually had to develop for that hardware so i don't know i i just get flustered with this stuff because it's just I haven't been through a real serious system wars kind of flame war type deal in a long time. You know, I mean, obviously we haven't had a console launch in a long time. And I always forget how these new platform launches just stoke those flames so intensely and so angrily. And it's just the most discouraging, unpleasant thing to look at. Just people drilling down into these absurd minutias that just, in the grand scheme of your gaming experience, do not fucking matter. At all. If you like the game, like the game. You know, if it has a few issues, note that. You know, you can you can you can make note of issues without turning into this like world-ending discussion about which platform is better or whatever. And I just I'm just so sick of it already, and the fucking systems haven't even come out yet.
0: Yep. So we're not gonna give it any more attention. I just, that, wanted, that's the end just wanted to mention it. Yeah. Um Orchid and Spinal teased as next Killer Instinct fighters.
1: Ah, that... yeah, it's still Killer Instinct. So I, I, the characters were never really what I liked about that game ever.
0: It looks pretty good.
1: It does. I mean, I'm, yes, I, I'm saying this. I'm not saying this Killer Instinct. No, I know. Good. I just,
0: yeah. I just, I continually find myself surprised that I say that. Like I, I, yeah. I, I'm not a fighting game guy, so that sort of my my impression is irrelevant in the largely but I still think it looks pretty good it looks it looks like it might be fun
1: yeah yeah I think I think Killer or sorry Killer Instinct will probably be just fine uh what little of it I played uh you know at E3 seemed fun enough um I still don't really like their whole character selling like the way they're packaging that stuff but you know that's just a personal preference I I prefer to just kind of have stuff there in you know in front of me so I don't know yeah that's uh you know, that 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 game will probably be fine. Yeah, I guess <laughs> that's all I have to say about Gilleran's
0: back of the box quote. will probably be fine, yeah. I guess. Back of the box quote. Uh, I don't know. What do you got on your end?
1: Uh, so I guess a bunch of people got to check out the steam machine prototypes. Yeah, uh, tech sites posted a bunch of stuff about that, uh, and they also got to check out the the new trackball controller. Uh, I read a couple of the, the the reports from different sites, and you know what? Basically, what it seemed to, to they seemed to come away with. Uh, was that they couldn't really judge a whole lot from the prototype machines because they are just kind of basic gaming machines and the, uh, the, the iOS is still, or, you know, the Steam OS is still pretty, uh, early on. I keep saying, I, every time I say OS, I want to attach an I to it. Yeah. it's just, I've gotten so used to that. It's so annoying. I'm so dumb about that. Um... But, you know, they, they, they're in the very early stages of that OS, and, you know, none of the, there's no media streaming attached to it yet. They still haven't figured all that stuff out, um, so, but, you know, it kind of looks and runs like Steam, I guess, so there is that. Uh, the more interesting thing to me was hearing the people talk about using the the controller, which, uh, you know, seemed super weird when they un- uh, unveiled it, because it has that whole tracking or, or trackball-type stuff to it. Haptic feedback. Uh, haptic feedback, yes, that's the term I'm looking for. Um, the, the impressions I saw of it, and again, I've obviously not touched this thing. None of us have, but, uh, the way people seem to be talking about it was that, yeah, you know, it has the sensitivity you want from something that would theoretically be replacing a mouse, but there are other aspects of it that are still going to take some getting used to, like maybe accidentally clicking those, those, you know, track things in. Uh, Apparently, very few of the actual buttons on the controller uh, were were really being used in any of the demos that they were showing. So it was sort of like more just about kind of, you know, pointing and clicking with the the haptic stuff. So I don't know. I I, I think what I got out of it was there's some real potential here. But this is so early in the process and these things are so in, you know, beta more or less that uh, it's hard to really get any serious, you know, understanding of what they're doing here.
0: But we'll know more soon. I know that uh, Gabe Newell yeah. mentioned to a bunch of folks <clears throat> in their write ups uh that you know, CES is going to bring for yes. the first time in a number of years, we will have to give a shit about CES in some small capacity. I know, right? The games industry Maybe Jeff left will finally go back. <laughs> yeah, the games industry left CES uh a long, long time ago. I think Capcom was one of the last publishers to even try and do something there in in, in years past. Um but it sounds like we'll have a bunch of hardware announcements at CES. Uh, and then I believe the timeline is that around mid-2014, uh, we may start to see some of these machines start to ship, um, yeah. which makes sense that they maybe would try and want to get Steam OS rolling uh, prior to a lot of the big, you know, I mean, you know, the machines, Xbox One and PS4 are launching this fall, but like they're going to really start coming into their own next fall when games right. have a chance to mature, we get those big... Year-over-year uh, year, uh, OS updates that you know get all the stuff that we kind of wish were in there, and all the tweaks that, that inevitably happen once you have millions and millions giving you user feedback. So it makes sense that maybe they might want to try and slip in a late summer window. Um, I, I thought the most uh, interesting thing, uh, not completely surprising, uh, but still uh, interesting nonetheless, was that they confirmed that there won't be any Steam OS exclusives. So right. Half Life Three, Portal Three, Left 4 Dead Three, you know, whatever they produce in the future, you know, pr- they will most likely have them run best on steam os they're going to want to provide you with advantages for using steam os but i think it is it is interesting and uh praiseworthy that they are committing to not having a uh, sort of platform exclusives uh, to try and uh, get people over to that side Uh, i think they have proven in the past that they can provide other advantages that are tangible to a lot of players and they don't need to sort of play the exclusive game Um, so it's good to know that you know, whatever they release uh, in the future uh, will be playable no matter how you choose to sort of interact with what they build.
1: I feel like that would have been decidedly unvalve like if they had pulled a move like that, you know. I feel like their their method usually is to just try and get it out in as many places as humanly possible, whatever it is they're making. So, you know, that would have probably been a weird twist if they had tried to go that route. But as you said, they are not, which is good.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, interesting. Uh, it's sort of hard to say too much else given that... You know we didn't, we didn't we were not invited to to check out the yeah, controller it was, it was tech sites, you know Yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely curious to, to see more about it, but my guess is you know the games press uh, kind of getting involved will that'll happen when we're getting closer to ga- you know actual games and, and release of that stuff, so probably not till uh, sometime in the spring. but speaking of the spring, woo, transitions. Mm-hmm. your yeah, uh, style <laughs> five, ground zeros uh, will yes. be coming out in the spring. Uh, there will be downloadable versions for thirty bucks on the Xbox One and PS4. There will be downloadable ones for the PS3 and Xbox 360 for twenty bucks, and then retail versions uh, of each for uh, thirty dollars on those platforms. It's digital only on on next gen, uh, but yeah, this is a you know I think it it's been at least confusing to me what is the difference between Ground Zeroes and the Phantom Pain, and I think Konami has done a particularly bad job explaining what the difference is between those, because once The Phantom Pain was announced, I guess I thought that the Ground Zeroes was irrelevant and wasn't a thing anymore, but it absolutely is, and uh, Ground Zeroes is instead going to be a prequel, or at least prologue, that sets up all the events of uh, The Phantom Pain, and in the mind, or I guess in the words of Kojima, uh, he mentioned that uh, there are so many changes happening to sort of the overall dynamic of metal gear gameplay that he wanted to give people a chance to sort of ease into it and ground Zeroes is going to be the the way that he does that in the spring
1: so in a sense this is a tutorial more or less uh you know i mean obviously maybe there's there's a bit more to it than that but uh the idea here is that they he wants to get people prepared so this is basically a tutorial that you're kind of paying separate for is that is am i getting the the gist of this correct
0: i mean hard i mean it's a it's not a demo. It's not. I mean, obviously, it's right. not going to be it's part. It's own thing. Yeah, it's not going to be part of uh, the Phantom Pain. Uh, yes, in some ways, it does. Kind of feel like maybe you're paying for a promotional item, but you know, until yeah. I guess until we know more, you know, maybe it is. You know, maybe it is eight hours. You know, maybe it is pretty substantive. Right. Like, uh, kind of kind of tough to to know uh, until we know more about it. But I also think it sort of suggests that we should not expect the Phantom Pain sometime in 2014. It would surprise me if there were two Metal Gear releases in one year, and it wouldn't be shocked if uh, the Phantom Pain uh, came out in in spring of 2015.
1: Yeah, that that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, I also wouldn't be surprised if Konami in some way tried to just push a little bit for that to come out at the tail end of 2014. But you know, I, I knowing Kojima and the way he works, I wouldn't imagine he would push back on that pretty hard.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm. You know. I did not care for Metal Gear Solid Four, uh, but yeah. I those trailers for Five. I mean, they look good. They look. i are nuts. I'm really. They're ex- totally nuts. You know, I got problems with this character design. I I've had problems with Kojima for years, but man, those trailers are look completely nuts. And I will, I will probably play that game. And it looks really damn yeah. good. It looks really damn good.
1: Yeah, even as someone who is generally not an MGS fan, I think three is the only one I've really like dug into and really kind of liked. Um, Good man, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. I'm interested. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? Uh, I got a lot of little headlines here. Uh huh. Finally, Patrick, mm. the Wii Mini is coming to to the United States of America. How do you feel about that?
0: I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about that. I don't. The headline left me very confused and scared and alone.
1: So this is the thing that came out in Canada mm-hmm. last year, uh, and it doesn't have online. It's like a cheap version of the Wii that you can just buy for I, don't know, I think it's like less than a hundred bucks or something. Uh, the Wii, as it, you know, the Wii is ceased production in Japan. It is no longer in Europe, but it is still in the U.S. for the time being. So basically. There are three, there's two versions of the Wii and the Wii U still selling in the U.S., while it's just the Wii U in all those other territories. Now, Nintendo's had this issue with brand confusion before, and I feel like maybe putting this out around the holidays when people who don't necessarily know what they're doing are looking to buy hardware is kind of a, I don't want to say a dick move, but maybe not the, the best move?
0: I just, I, I don't. Like, it seemed – so, like, the ceasing production of the Wii, you know, if you looked at historically when Nintendo ceases production of their other hardware platforms, they're ending the Wii's lifespan much, much earlier than they normally end other hardware platform cycles. They normally right. support uh, those platforms, not with software releases, but at least with just general hardware support and leaving it in the channel for a number of years Afterwards, well after that machine was the primary platform for Nintendo so by all indications the reason they're cycling down the Wii faster is because of that brand confusion uh of because the Wii U just being more important to them right now so why they would introduce something to try and muddle the message when they're already you know admitting that the 2ds did well for them but that a lot of people aren't aware of it like I just why why I just don't understand. I don't understand why they would even bother. I I I, just, I don't see yeah, the advantage.
1: It's just confusion. It's just added confusion. I, like I can't. I think they said they sold like thirty thousand of those things when they put it out last year, which is you know not an insubstantial number, but not really anything that's going to pad their bottom line that much either. So I'm just wondering if this is them just having a bunch of leftover units and be like, well, fuck it. Let's just throw them out there and see if anyone buys them. I guess. Because I can't think of another reason to do it. I cannot think of another logical reason to throw that out in North America or in the United States now. It's just weird. I don't,
0: I don't, I don't. It just gives me a headache. It gives me a headache. Uh, let's see. Peggle 2 will not be at the Xbox One launch. It is instead coming in December.
1: Yes. I was uh, offered the chance to go see that... Uh, I guess maybe for review uh, at, a, at a press thing next week, and I, I kind of said no because they were only going to give me like an hour and a half of it. And I was like, I can't do anything meaningful for review of that game in like an hour and a half. You and then,
0: plus it's Peggle 2. I mean, you know, yeah, nothing against Peggle, but it's Peggle 2. Like, that, that's sort of a known quantity. Uh, yes. If you liked Peggle, you'll probably like Peggle 2.
1: I've played Peggle too. It's pretty good. It's, yeah. it's Peggle. They have made more Peggle, and they've added some things to Peggle that make it more peggly and that's great, you know? Uh, but I'll be perfectly happy just to play that game when it comes out in December now, I guess. Speaking of launch games, uh-huh. uh, we have learned now that Need for Speed Rivals will be a PS4 launch title after all. Patrick, has this solidified your decision that the PS4 is the greatest launch console of all time?
0: It's true. It's true. Finally, it's true. finally, finally totally. we can uh, settle it. Is that, is that, was that always going to be an Xbox One launch title, too? No.
1: Or... it was. So, basically, it was going to come out at the same time, which was the week after, for both oh, platforms. Okay. But they decided to move the PS4 one up a week so that it would be out at the same time as the PS4. Which I think is smart enough. If the game's done, why not?
0: Yeah, and by all accounts, people like that game. Uh, Jeff seems pretty stoked for it. He is more the Need for Speed guy than I am. And you, uh, are, you, are you going to pick that one up?
1: Yeah, I'll play that one. I, I, I really... I didn't love the last one, but I love the one before that. Right. And what I have played of this one, I have enjoyed thus far. So, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah. On whichever platform all my friends are playing it on.
0: It's so, yeah. good to have more games at the launch. So, can't look at that as a negative. Uh, Unity license free for ID and Xbox developers. Um, the Unity, Unity license are not that expensive, but for people that are just getting started, every dollar counts. So... Yep. Uh, that seems like a good move on Microsoft's part to hopefully encourage folks uh, to to develop some more games for uh, for their machine.
1: What are the Unity fees typically? Do we know?
0: Uh, uh, I'm doing a Google search now, and it's going slow.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry for asking a question. But uh, I was just kind of curious like, what, what kind of value this actually has. Oh, this is really unsettling.
0: I don't know. I couldn't find it. I don't know. Okay. Someone in the chat will inform us. That's probably a way faster way to do this, and then we'll just know in a little bit. Um. But yeah. So that that's yeah. That's a good thing. Good. No, for the I didn't. No,
1: hey, the chat is saying I liked the run. No, I didn't like Need for Speed: The Run. <laughs> I didn't like. You loved hold it. Hold on. I'm looking at my. I didn't like Most Wanted that much. I liked Hot Pursuit. Okay, that is that is where. Or am I, or I have that backwards? I don't know. What was the
0: last, what was the one that came out last year? Oh, man. $1,500 for, wait, nope. $1,500 for a pro license, $75 a month for Unity Pro. I can't even remember. I don't believe our chat. I don't believe our chat. I don't believe our chat. No,
1: yeah, it was, it was, it was Hot Pursuit that I liked. Most Wanted was the one that I didn't like as much.
0: Oh, I'm glad we settled that one.
1: Yeah, that was important. I don't want anyone, people thinking I like Need for Speed the Run. That's, that's not, that's not accurate.
0: Oh, Chris Tilton is the chat. He says fifteen hundred. I believe him. Okay, he is He would a, seem to know. He is a friend of mine. So fifteen hundred dollars. So yeah, that's that's not that's pretty good. That's a lot of money. That is not insubstantial when you're getting started. No, that's
1: that's a nice value right there. So good for them. Uh, going back to driving games for a minute, uh, uh-huh. Forza Five has a uh, season pass for content. That is fifty goddamn dollars. Uh, You are saving, I think, somewhere around 15 to 20%, I guess, on what you would be paying uh, normally for uh, all those cars individually, Mm -hmm. but that is still basically the cost of a game again. Uh, As someone who bought a whole lot of Forza 4 DLC and Forza Horizon DLC, because I'm an idiot,
0: Mm -hmm. uh,
1: there is a solid chance I might just end up doing this. Patrick, am I dumb?
0: Well, it's to someone that does not know or care. It did seem like when I looked at the what's in the season pass. That's a lot of cars. It's a lot of cars you're getting.
1: Yeah, that's a whole lot of cars. They they put out a lot of cars, they put out a lot of DLC.
0: It seems it seems like it it seems like an okay deal. It seems like an okay deal. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean it's it's a deal. I mean all those all those DLC things are a deal. You are saving money when you do it m- if you're buying everything.
0: How much does it work out per car?
1: I don't know the individual cost. I haven't looked to see exactly how many cars they're
0: planning mm. on, on
1: I know it, I know I've seen a list that looked like a bunch, but I didn't actually enumerate them to see how many there were. But I don't know, man.
0: It seems I'm like people like... it seems like people were happy with the, what they got with the last one. I didn't hear a whole lot of complaints about the last uh, amount of content. The Forza series, by all accounts, seems to have always done really well in terms of post release support and content. And people yes. always seem pretty happy about that.
1: The trick with that stuff always is that, uh you know, these are all cars that theoretically could just be on the game disc. Like they are clearly, you know, being held back for the sake of charging you more money for them, which is a bummer. But, you know, it's kind of how that model has worked for racing games over the last couple of years. Um, I don't know, again, $50 is just a lot of money for, for DLC cars. I mean, I'm...
0: That is a lot man, of money.
1: I'm probably dumb enough to actually do it, but...
0: Uh, I believe I'm, in you.
1: I'm acknowledging that it is a very stupid thing for me to do.
0: hmm mm. uh Mmm. Let's see, Vita 3.0 update goes live, adds PS4 link. In the continuing adventures of, this shit is getting real. Your PS Vita yep. will now... Uh, can't link to a PS4 yet, but awfully close. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, in like, a what, a week and a half, you'll be able to do that?
0: Yeah, yeah! And mine will sit in a box in my back room. I told my brother, they're like, hey, you can just open it up, because you know, I won't be able to mess with mine until I get back. And he's like, oh, what games are you getting? I was like, oh, I guess I didn't order any games. I
1: haven't ordered any games either, come to think of it. I should probably maybe see that. I need to figure out what games I'm reviewing first. I need to figure out who I should be uh, figured all that stuff out. You know, you'd think we would have figured that out by now, no. but
0: we're, we're just... No. Well, there's also, I mean, but there'll be yeah. some, I mean, I have PlayStation Plus, so I can play Resogun, which by all accounts is really good. And yeah. then Contrast, which is a pretty cool looking platformer. Uh that's yeah, going to be out. I played it. Um, so there'll be some stuff kind of out of the box while I... Yeah, I guess I, w- I want to figure out whether I should get Assassin's Creed on an Xbox One or a PS4. I don't know. Uh, that's sort of like the one I really want to play that game because I'm not yeah. really playing anything right now, and that's normally the game I'd be playing because uh, I'm pretty much passed on Arkham Origins. Right. Mm. Yeah.
1: I, I, yeah. I don't know. I. I. The thing I need to figure out for me is is which. Which is going to be the preferred system for most of the people on my friends list. Right now, it seems like it's maybe leaning PS4, but I feel like a bunch of people are just going to buy Xbox Ones and totally fuck that up for me.
0: Yeah. 60 cars, $50 season pass. That is, that seems like a, that's a pretty good deal per car.
1: That's less than a dollar per car. That is pretty good. They are practically paying you to take those cars. That's
0: true. That's true. That's money in the bank. That is the
1: truest thing I've ever said
0: uh so i don't i don't have any other headlines do you i don't either that's about what i got all right well if people have any questions shoot them in the chat i will look through see if we can uh pluck some see if anyone asks anything on twitter
1: do they do that often do people? i started asked i started this?
0: i started i started asking uh dave fetterman do you have x-rays of aaron Rodgers' shoulder yep he's gonna be out for 100 weeks you wish he's gonna be out for a couple of weeks though but there's one that last dude. Thing.
1: That dude played through a separated throwing shoulder back in the day. I imagine that if he is being held out, it is because it is super serious. And if it is not super serious, he will be back in like a week or two. Yep. You but don't. They che- certainly are not going to roll with Seneca Wallace any longer than they have to.
0: Yeah. You uh. You don't cheer for injuries, but when they do happen, they do help you. But you don't cheer yes. for injuries. You know that's no. That's not cool. Um. Hmm. Are you gonna play the new Call of Duty? Probably not. Okay.
1: I haven't played the last couple. Um, I don't know. It's just never been a series that I've been super into. Same with the Battlefield. I mean, it's not that I have, I have a preference one way or the other. It's that I just online multiplayer shooters are not my favorite thing. So I don't necessarily engage them unless they're I'm being told they're really really good. And by all accounts, from those I have talked to, Ghosts is not necessarily really really good. It is at best pretty good.
0: Yeah. Uh. A tea tree points out that PlayStation Plus is real good this month, especially if it's PS4. The titles you mentioned, that I mentioned, and also Dragon's Dogma, Ibn Ab Binary Domain, Soul Sacrifice on Vita, Stranger's Wrath on Vita. That is that's pretty mm. damn good. Yeah,
1: there's some good stuff in there. That, I do like PlayStation Plus. I've enjoyed having that.
0: Yeah. Mm. Mm? As you style. Cross-gen achievements and trophies—how are they working that? Different games logged, or will it work as one game? I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's I think the it's, thing they haven't.
0: I think it's different games, right? I think if you, uh, I think yeah. trophy, like if you were to play Assassin's Creed or uh, Call of Duty: Ghosts uh, on both platforms, those are not—I believe that is not cross cross trophy.
1: No, I don't think so. Um, they said your gamer score will carry over though until into the next. Yeah, at least on on Xbox, right? Okay.
0: Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, I, haven't,
1: I haven't cared about that shit in a while, but I just wanted to know. Yeah.
0: TBK, will you take back that shot game now, or will you ever use it again? No, that thing was in Vinny's pants.
1: Yeah, God, no. That's
0: I'm glad I'm glad that it was used for its logical conclusion, but I'm not going to touch that thing. I'm not going to touch that Yeah, no, that, that thing
1: is is basically dead to us at this point.
0: Max can have it, I guess. Sure. Uh, Alan M... 26 v5 are either of you excited for 3ds zelda i am i am excited but i that day is really packed and i, I think if there's any game that i need to i, I don't like it sounds horrible to say i'm going to pass on the sequence of link to the past briefly but i don't feel like i have a choice
1: yeah i i'll play it because i mean i you know i'll play just about any zelda game you know for at least a little while uh and i the last couple—I mean, I didn't—I liked uh, the 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 first uh, DS one. I didn't—I wasn't super into the second one. But this one has looked really, really cool in everything they have shown. I like the wall drawing stuff. I think that stuff is really neat. And you were saying yesterday that there's some sort of weird, like, Majora's Mask tie-in in that game. Well, so, so th- th-
0: there was a screenshot of a Majora's Mask mask, mask and there is, I guess— I'm now going to perpetuate a conspiracy theory, or a running theory, that people have that the Dark World in this game is not, in fact, Hyrule, but is Termina. Mm. And that means that the Dark World would instead be the world of Majora's Mask, which, shut the fuck up if that is true. Uh, that seems, that seems like maybe too good to be true. But,
1: maybe, there's, maybe they're stretching a little far there.
0: But goddamn, that would be cool. And, but I mean, uh Anuma did say that uh, for people looking for news on the future of Majora's Mask, um, to look to A Link Between Worlds, so, fuck me, man. Like, that's, man, that would get me excited if that was true. Uh, yeah. Because I would play the shit out of at least a Ocarina of Time uh, style uh, sort of update on 3ds. Um, I think something akin to, you know, Wind Waker is such a special case in terms of how kind of simple it was uh, to for them to update that art style. Like to do a 3D game from so many years ago would be way more to ask. But if they want to do it, if you want to do an update to Majora's Mask on Wii U, I would play it. I
1: yeah, would play it. Yeah, I would play it. I can't. I can't say that I wouldn't. I would play. I would
0: play it. Uh, Uh, People keep asking for my
1: cat. I'm just going to say right now, my cats are not even in the room. I don't know where they are. I cannot put them on camera right now. Sorry.
0: You have two cats? I have two. Uh,
1: I have a black one and a white one. I got you. Because, you know, racial harmony.
0: Of course. Yeah, naturally.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't see any. I don't see anything else worth bringing up. What are you up to this week?
1: Oh, uh, let's see. Well, you and I are recording a thing later today.
0: Oh, we can just say uh, it. We are recording a Beyond yeah. Two Souls spoiler cast with Polygon's yes, we are. Justin McElroy and Kotaku's uh, Kirk Hamilton, which I am super psyched about because holy, be holy shit did that game escape from the collective gamer consciousness as quickly, quickly. as it appeared.
1: Yeah, so I'm am, I am actually kind of hot to, to talk about some of the weird shit in that game in, in gro- just grotesque detail. Uh, and then, assuming, uh, everyone gets their shit together for tomorrow, uh, I, I'm still waiting to hear back from a couple of people, uh, we will be recording another episode of the Power Powerbombcast this week, uh, and then I gotta, you know, basically, I'm just kinda trying to figure out review stuff this week for the following, when, the consoles start coming out, cause that's gonna be fun. What about you? What about you? What do you got?
0: Um... Well, it's, you know, it's, October is over, so uh, I am I'm now back to kind of getting into a rhythm of things. Uh, I've, I'm trying to line up some some sort of next gen related stories, uh, trying to get some of that stuff to, to lined up. So a lot of this week is is mostly for me, just uh, like you, getting prepped for next gen, and uh, and uh, then also I'll you know I'll be traveling out to to San Francisco uh, late next week, uh, and then also hopefully my toe gets better. Me my... See, I'm
1: doing this the right way. I'm just waiting for them to come to me because Brad and Jeff are flying out here for that Sony thing on the 11th. <laughs> so I can just I can just interact with them here. I don't That's even have to true. go anywhere.
0: That's true. That's a really good point. I'm really doing this wrong.
1: Though I will be back in San Francisco at the the end of this month around Thanksgiving, and I'll be in the office for a couple of days. So.
0: Oh, dog freak out. That, that, that dog freak out is going to signal the end of this show. Um, so, uh, Alex, I will see you. Uh, I guess, well, I will see you later today, and then I will see you yes, again. I'll see you again on Friday. Awoo.